Do 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 Kate Mary You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone about you're on Gotta Be Done. It is Mary in the Wagon today with a very special guest, not just of Gotta Be Done, but a guest of Bluey herself, uh, Darren Hanlon, Queensland singer, songwriter, and all-around nice guy, is popping up on season three of Bluey. And so lovely to have you in the wagon, Darren. G'day. Oh, hi. How's it going? Yeah, good. So, Darren, you're a Queenslander, much like a certain family of blue and red healers. Yes. Uh, when did Bluey come across your, um, into your universe? It was actually, um, the singer Sarah Blasco. Um, okay. She's had a couple of kids. Well, she, her, her eldest is, um, gee, he's about five now, I think, five or six. Um, and so she, yeah, she got into Bluey. Well, I guess he was, he was of age where it kind of appealed to him when it first came out. Right. And so she was raving about it. She says, you've got to watch this show. And she goes, it's all, you know, it's very Queensland. It will remind you of Brisbane. And um, so, yeah, so when I went and stayed, I often stay at their place in Sydney and um, we binged most of the first <laughs> season. Um, on, on awesome. The first, yeah, that time. So what was jumping out at you then? Oh, it's just a, it's a really good length for, um, for most, for the modern attention span for the parents <laughs> and true. the kids. Yes. <laughs> um, and it, it's just so funny. It's just fresh and, you know, it was, yeah, it's compared to, um, other TV, kids TV shows that I'd say, I mean, I'm not a massive connoisseur of kids TV shows, but <laughs> as, as far as they go, it seems like one of the best that I'd seen. I've got a letter for you. Oh, thanks, Bluey. What have we got here? It's a drumstick. Oh, you beauty! This episode of Bluey is called... Although I guess you're getting into that sphere, maybe, with uh, your little boy Rocky. Is he uh, a Bluey fan yet? I've tried. He's just a bit too young. Um, he kind of, he can tolerate half an episode of Shaun the Sheep. Um, uh-huh. and that's, that's a bit, I don't know if that's a rival show for you guys, but, um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a podcast. So yeah, probably not. Nah. <laughs> no, he, he loves Shaun the Sheep. Well, yeah, a little bit. He, we, we've, he's got, yeah, his attention span. He's got, um, two YouTube videos that we watch over and over and over. And one of them is just this baby sleep songs thing. And the uh-huh. other one's this guy, I think his name's Jack Hartman, and he does, he signs the alphabet. Okay. And Rocky goes bananas when that comes on. Like, he even, this is what scares me about kids and technology these days, is he has picked up the little Apple remote, and one day he <laughs> found it on YouTube. He, he, he worked out how to do it and got it playing. And he's like a year and a half old, and that's just, I still can't work out that remote. <laughs> The whole family's just constantly laughing at me. Kids are so smart, but yeah. I'm trying to rewind a show like, uh, you know, 15 seconds, I end up switching the whole thing off. I don't know. I'm just, I've turned into that kind of grandpa figure that fumbles with the remote, you know. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello. I'd like to order some food. Hey, Dad. You don't phone call the restaurant. What? You just order on the app. But I haven't got a menu. It's on the app. All right. 
Yeah. Well, there's no chance of us keeping up with our kids anyway, so might as well embrace the grandpa figure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you voice a dog on the season three of Bluey. How did that offer come to your doorstep? It just came randomly in an email, um, and I had heard whispers of um, the show being aware of who I was um, before that. Mm-hmm. So one of the artists from the first couple of seasons had contacted me about another show that he was making, ah. and I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with that. Um, but he just said that just to let you know that you know when we were first. Uh, making Bluey, um, your music was used as kind of placeholders in to get I, that vibe. Yeah. Wow. I'd heard that too. Did he, he didn't send you those videos so you could see your songs are uh, playing out to healer antics? No, I didn't. I didn't. And um, I, I mean, I wish I could, but I, it was confirmed when I did do the um the voiceover that that was actually true. That um, when it was being created, um, I don't know which songs of mine, but uh. Yeah, it was being used. If you had to guess a song of yours that is particularly complimentary to a family of dogs, would you be able to name one? <laughs> well, I'm thinking, well, dogs like high-pitched sounds and um, judging by the instrumentation on the, the soundtrack, it's it was probably all these things. I think the ukulele one was probably uh, in yep. there. Every shadow, there are things that follow you. From your late night dead end job, from the old neighbourhoods where you grew. It's a very high pitched kind of kind of tune. I don't think it was Punk's Not Dead, but you never know. <laughs> that might be coming still. Yeah. But um, so. We're going to air this after your episode airs, so mm. we're allowed to talk about it. Um, have you ever randomly knocked on doors before uh, or was this the first time uh, being this particular dog? Hi, how would you like to save $200 a year on your energy bill? <laughs> well, I do have a song about randomly knocking on, on a door when I went back to my old house and I just wanted to look inside. So I yes. just um, I just knocked without really an excuse and then it came to me as – as the door was opening, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I used to live here. Is there any mail here for me? <laughs> and they went, oh, yeah, we've got a pile. You should have got here. She was kind of angry. She's like, why did you? T- <laughs> I searched through my pockets to see if I had something to sell. A $2 coin, an old bus ticket, I should keep walking. Some stones are best left unturned, but what the hell? I rang the bell. The house gave an echo from inside its belly. Sounds I recalled from days I'd left my key. A footstep, a clang, someone turned down the telly. A shadow neath the door, it was too late to flee. That's the only time I've randomly knocked on a door, I think. Okay, yeah. Well, look, you, this episode, uh, you don't get an angry response, but I think your response is quite confused. And yeah. I think uh, probably the healers have that effect on a lot of people. So well done <laughs> playing the character. Um, 
it's funny you say that Sarah Blasco, you know, connected you with Bluey because of the Queensland connection. And Bluey might be Queensland's biggest export right now, I suppose. Is that, um, does that ring true to you? And what, what would you say prior to Bluey was, uh, Queensland's biggest cultural export? Oh, probably Custard, the band. Well, that's a good connection. <laughs> that's mine. That was mine. <laughs> it's done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The music, there's a lot of great music that's always come from there, but it's been really great. Um, because as Bluey kind of reaches, you know, around the world, um, I kind of, the last couple of years of, of traveling for me has been visiting various friends around the world who have suddenly all had kids all at the one time. And, um, I'm just kind of, yeah, quite proud to show them episodes of Bluey. I actually had a couple on a USB stick. I hope that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get sued. Which for this. ones did you have? Um, I had, well, my favourite episode is the market one. Whoa, five bucks? Thanks, matey. That deserves another song. Who likes to dance? Woo! Two, three, four. I have to admit that. I've kind of been saving them up. So season two, I don't know that well. And because I know that now that, um, and this is something Sarah told me, you're going to watch these things so many times. <laughs> that is a good gonna, point. You're not going to escape it. So I have, bearing that in mind, I'm, I'm waiting for Rocky to be of age. So, and then I'll binge wow. them all. Okay. So does that mean you haven't seen Sleepy Time yet? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. Well, brace yourself. Um, <laughs> Very universal themes of uh, putting children to bed that, yeah, if you get to a stage where that is a particular battle, you might want to tap sleepy time in. Okay. uh, I'll suss that one out. Okay, cool. Uh, But, yeah, good to have in your back pocket. Um, Like you say, you've you've done a lot of travelling the world. You've uh, played everywhere. When you're trying to put where you're coming from in a context for people in America or, you know, Europe or anywhere, what – how do you describe Queensland to them and <laughs> would Bluey come in handy for that? Oh, it's because I'm often um, explaining what Gimpy specifically is like and it, it's, um, yeah, it's it's a multifaceted phenomenon, <laughs> Gimpy. <laughs> so I always lead in with all the positives like good op shopping, uh, close to the beach. <laughs> um well, now, you know, we've got good cafes. Like, Gympie is Gympie's slowly progressing and it's it's within arm's reach of Brisbane, really, but it's taken so long for Gympie to really, um, I don't know, hit the 20th century. And it's now it's it's growing in leaps and bounds. I think it's one of the fastest-growing markets in in Australia, I saw recently wow. on a news item. Yeah. It's it's because people realise, oh wow, this place is so close to everything and it's really cheap. It's kind of got country town vibes. But now, you know, yeah, we are kind of there's definitely a number of cafes and uh eateries that I can now take my friends to. But back in the day there was nothing. You know, you did the op shop tour and then that was that was it. Now don't get excited, it's just a little something I found in the op shop. Thanks, Mum. <gasps> it's a monkey! Wearing jocks! I love him! Yeah, so Brisbane to me um, always feels like the big smoke. Uh-huh. Uh, and so um, 
See, Brisbane to me is still a romantic city. It's a romantic notion uh, and I still get a thrill um, driving in there and just the way that the the buildings kind of wrap around these 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 big hills, you know, and, you know, the kangaroo point cliffs and, and all that. Yeah, I think I find it quite stunning and the river and the story bridge has to be one of the most beautiful bridges in the world, Dr- driving over it that, that certain way from the um, driving into the city. Yep. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's a stunner, you know. Yes, even even in non-cartoon form, it's uh, pretty gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, permanently gorgeous in the bluey verse. Well, bluey's been a great thing, I mean, just to show people, go, this is actually kind of where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the architecture of this this cartoon reflects, you know, my style. Um, one of the first things that hooked me um, as a Victorian on Bluey was the fact they lived in a gorgeous old Queenslander. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's uh, part of what's driving those gimpy property prices, that people are trying to get that Bluey lifestyle and move into gimpy's Queenslanders? Oh, look, I would like to think it's the romance of the Queenslander and that Bluey has something to do with it, but I think it's more oh, sinister real estate. Than, <laughs> oh, you know, it's what? more flipping and all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Bluey's probably, yeah, I wonder, do, do Pete, is it used as advertising kind of, hmm. you know, for real estate in Brisbane? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's only a matter of time before Bluey and Bingo are the mascots for the 2032 games. But uh, but in the meantime, I don't think it's being seconded into anything too. Yeah. Well, it would have been really smart for them to base it on a real house. And then or maybe it is. I don't know. Because I almost, you know, the Goonies was a big thing for me growing up. And when mm-hmm. I discovered the, the town where it was made in Oregon, it was it just blew my mind and we went looking at the the blue uh, sorry at the uh, the Goonies house um where it was filmed and the house right next door was for sale <gasps> for $120,000 oh, wow and this was this was at the time for that brief moment in history where the Australian dollar was doing better than the American dollar so i could have bought that the Goonies house you know amazing um, and so if the Goonies can almost twist my arm to to um you know spend a hundred and ten thousand dollars <laughs> surely bluey with its like global now um you know popularity surely it's going to sell houses in Brisbane. <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> i think you've made a pretty good sales pitch yeah, there <laughs> yeah 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 had a groundbreaking idea but I forgot to write it down now every thought starts to distort and they chase themselves around every concept loses meaning when you look at it too long and today's amazing line becomes tomorrow's awful song if if you're saving your bluey episodes uh for those you know down the track uh, much needed moments of entertaining little rocky um where are you getting your dad guidance i suppose as a relatively new dad oh i guess i'm just i'm i'm kind of just making it up as i go along but i like i said i do have lots of friends who have kids and um you know with with sarah and um and her little her little fella i've spent a lot of time with him um and he's super, he's really really funny he's a big bluey fan 
Um, he's and actually Sarah doesn't believe that I'm on Bluey. She thinks I've made it all up. So this is going to be really great. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Um, And I think Jerry, her son, is going to look at me in a different, even, you know, better light now that I'm going to be. Actually, today I was in Hobart here and um, I was in the playground with Rocky and there was another family next to me. And um, the kid on the swing next to Rocky started quoting Bluey. And I said, oh, is he in a Bluey fan, is he? And um, the mum said he can quote every line from every episode. And I said, oh, well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on. Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a guest voice uh, on the next series. And seriously, it was like rock star moment in wow. the playground. Um, so, you know, this is cachet. That is pretty cool. And, yeah, what a cool kid, but actually that is every kid in every playground. I think yeah, <laughs> the yeah, uh, yeah. Bluey uh, has definitely, uh, yeah, permeated a lot of little brains out there, but for the better. I'm yeah. sure he was sharing and caring and uh, expressing his vulnerabilities very well due to yeah. Bluey. So. <laughs> um, you said Markets was your favourite, and that act- episode actually features uh, another guest voice, um as the busker, Joff Bush, who creates all the music for Bluey. Have you um, taken in much of the Bluey music? No, I, well, certainly heard a lot of the Bluey music and I've read a lot. I've never met met him, but um, I've read a lot about how he, you know, created the music and all that stuff. But, you know, Dave McCormack, someone who's a, who's a friend, you know, and uh-huh. um, our musical paths have crossed many times over the years. And I was, you know, a big Custard fan when I was growing up. So, um yeah, he's someone that I've definitely been excited about hearing, you know, his voice on that that show and yeah. He's just a super charismatic guy in, you know, in real life anyway. It's kind of one of those things where it's probably not too far from his own personality. <laughs> Yes, uh, we had a chat to him on Gotta Be Done and that was his uh, big point to make, that he and Bandit were both uh, pretty pretty laid-back guys but pretty cool guys too and, yeah, hard to <laughs> argue with that. <laughs> He's really funny. He's, I mean, I could, yeah, I could just watch. I, I just love watching Custard and I love his music and, yeah, so that's that's a big thing. Okay, listen up. Whenever I walk into a room, everyone has to clap and go, woo, yeah, it's Dad. All right, that guy's awesome. Got it? Got Got it. it. Okay, let's try that again. Bluey has uh, launched an album as well, and a lot of kids are lapping that up. Um, What do you listen to with Rocky? Has that changed your musical listening habits apart from the the one ABC song? (laughs) A little bit. Um, We, um, so when he was in, in Shelley's tummy still, we were um, singing, we were just just for something to do, we were learning a bunch of songs that we, we were trying to sing to and we are learning all these, it's really weird to say, but child ballads, you know, these old um, 16th, 17th century okay. um, Scottish, often they're murder ballads and, and, and really violent and <laughs> we thought, okay, right. we're, we're going to set, we're going to teach Rocky in utero about human nature and gonna we're going to set him up, we're going to. This is going to be the, we're going to give you the worst of human nature before right. you're even born. So there's, there's one song, yeah, that we, we still sing and it's called Willia Winsbury. And it's mm-hmm. one of the most bizarre old Scottish songs that you'll ever hear. And it's, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful melody. Um, and, um, but the, yeah, I won't go into the lyrics now because it's just, <laughs> you just got to look it up. But another song, um, 
uh, Rocky's really gravitated to Paul Simon. So I mimed uh, to Paul Simon a lot for for the first bit, and I, I really wanted him to think that was my voice. But now, um, as soon as you put on "Call Me Al," we've got a we've got a dance we've choreographed, and uh-huh. he will he will come flying from any corner of the house into my <laughs> arms um, when the when the intro to that song comes on. And then, if you listen to the greatest hits, me and Julio comes on after that, so we 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 have a dance for that as well. So there are our main two awesome. like, showstopper numbers. But um, another song that he really um, just relates to is um, Sailing by Rod Stewart. Okay, that's uh, low-key. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it really chills him out. And, um, and, you know, I played it to him a few times. Shelley, Shelley hadn't actually heard that song and now it's, kind of, it's, it's embedded in her uh, brain definitely now. <laughs> So I sang it to him a few times to get him to sleep, and it, it, he just, it just really worked. And, um, and then this, you know, when he was really young, I would, I, I, my shift was, you know, anywhere between 5 and 7 a.m. I'd, I'd get him and then Shelley yep. would sleep for the morning. And um, often we would take off to the Yamundi markets at, okay. and, and get there. And this one morning he was in the pram and he just started going just crazy, like he's flailing his arms and legs around. And I realised what's wrong with him then I realized there was about 200 meters away there was a busker singing sailing by Rod Stewart (laughs) oh my gosh and he he picked it up Um, that's amazing yeah so that's a song he really loves Uh, that's some diverse taste right there um you're about to go on the road are any of these going to get sort of trotted out for your show-stopping numbers <laughs> when you tour Australia? No, we um, last year Rocky came with us. He's getting to the age where it's hard to wrangle him at, at, at gigs. Mm-hmm. Last year he, he was strapped to Shelley when she was singing with me and we did a few of the folk songs. We sing this one. Oh, we sing Rocky Raccoon as well, the Beatles. So we did that live and we did um, uh, I've Been Working on the Railroad. We do that one for him. Rocky blow your horn kind of thing, yeah. And it was great when he was on stage, his little legs would be flapping in time to the music. And... Hey! Hey, hey! This is going to be fun. Oh, boy. Are you ready, Bingo? <laughs> this seems to happen to us a lot. Just dance like no one's watching. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing this for my kids. What about your back catalogue? Is there a song, you know, now that you're a star of Bluey, is there a song that you think kids should start with if they were trying to uh, edge their way into the Darren Hanlon back catalogue? Well, kids, well, see, there's already a lot of kids coming to these shows. So the ones, the songs that they gravitate towards are always surprising. Well, all these things is one that um, when it came out and it was getting a lot of radio airplay, we were actually invited to a lot of schools because kids, cool. were, kids were picking it up and a lot of English teachers were showing it to the kids mm-hmm. um, for some reason. But one, one song is Folk Insomnia. Uh, it's, a, it's kind of like a, an album track of mine and it's got a lot of words. It's, it's, it's almost, um, I don't know, it's, it's almost like a slam poem or something. <laughs> But um, I have so many kids that learn all those words and wow. they'll be at the gig, they'll be reciting them. You'll, I'll see their little mouths moving along 
you know, if it's an all ages show. So that's that's one song. I don't know. If, maybe that's a, that's an entry point. So I gave away my clothes to charity. I turned off my TV for clarity. But some days I still envy those walking around wearing my clothes. So I'll just plant a tree. I'll never see grow. Put a seed in the ground. I know, no, no. Gonna make my plan when the morning breaks. But I just don't know how long it'll take. That is a good tip. I can see it kind of almost lining up with all the places you'll go. It's that life advice of, you know, planting trees and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it resonates with the kids. So, yeah, coming to a playground near you, kids that know all the Bluey back catalogue and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and folk insomnia. Um, Darren, thank you so much for your time today. Every guest we get on the podcast, we kind of rapid fire through a few bluey questions. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to get your take on these. You said your favorite episode was Markets. Yeah. Uh, what about your favorite character? Has that, uh, well, I have to say Bandit, but, um, but they're like, it's like the Beatles, you know, you need every, I hate when people ask me what the, my favorite Beatle is because you need them all. You need them all. You do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, has a line stuck with you from Bluey from the episodes you have watched? Is there a favourite quote? I just love when when um, when Bluey says goodbye, buttermilk. You're so beautiful, <laughs> and then you know what happens. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, well, that's just such a great kid thing to say. You're so beautiful. <laughs> it's a good life lesson. <laughs> yeah. Along yeah. with in utero murder ballads, uh, learning <laughs> learning the other side of beautiful horses is very yeah. important. Yeah. Um. What about uh, your favourite kids' TV show as a kid? Was there a Bluey equivalent for you? Monkey Magic was big for me. Yeah, right. Yeah, huge. I um, went to school with the matchstick in my ear and um, <laughs> just summoning clouds. Left tried to grow, yeah, grows uh, sideburns. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and uh, in your new life as a dad, uh, have you had any favourite uh, for real life bluey moments? Has anything gone? Oh wow, that's that lines up pretty uh, pretty close to bluey. <laughs> well, I think Rocky's still too young, but I do want to try the mountain thing. You know, I want I want him. I do pretend I'm a mountain sometimes that he has to. You know, um, we 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 you know we play the mountain game with the the blankets and stuff. So that's yeah, it's an that's excellent good. game for lying down yeah, so yeah. no yeah, you're yeah, yeah. a winner lying early down. there <laughs> and if if uh, a future uh season of bluey if you could put in one pop culture reference or a, a musical reference or even a queensland reference what would you like to see kind of snuck into bluey oh a day trip to gimpy for no, um for the, op shopping. For, the op shopping. <laughs> for the op shopping still yeah not not too fussed on those new cafes. Go for the op shops. <laughs> I think there's a lot to. I don't know if that you you would be able to tell me. Has there been a um, episode exploring op shopping or secondhand stuff? Not yet. So, yeah, yeah, that, but yeah. I'm holding out for that, and also hard rubbish. I think uh, oh, is yeah, is an yeah, yeah, undermined yeah. Um, area that Bluey could go to. But yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. It happens in Gimpy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to be able to teach your kids to where to draw the line with secondhand stuff. You know, my, my grandmother was always just um, appalled that I, I bought underwear from op shops. She just couldn't she couldn't get believe that. You know, uh huh. But if you see retro underwear, you got to get it. You know, seven they don't seventies stuff mm. designs <laughs> last forever. Yeah. Um, Darren Hanlon, thank you so much for your time on Got to Be Done. Um, 
obviously everyone can see you on the Sheepdog episode of Bluey. Uh, you're also touring Australia. Um, where, where should people find what you're doing next? I guess just on the website. Um, we got a, quite a few shows in December and then my new album's out next year. So I think, well, fingers crossed I'll be touring a lot next year. And your your first single is Lapsed Catholic from yeah. that. Am I right in saying that's actually a, a low-key tour of Gimpy itself? Yeah, pretty much. It's definitely a <laughs> – well, the clip is definitely filmed in Gimpy and, and the song was, was inspired in Gimpy and, yeah. Okay, so if, if the Bluey creators are looking for inspiration for that uh, <laughs> that new episode, they can start there. That they can start. Great. The priest that I reference in that song, I get a lot of emails from people knowing exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. I took it all so seriously Back then I never dreamed I'd be A last Catholic A childhood of Sunday stacking hymnals to the hilt A last We did brandish an air <laughs> rifle all around the streets of Gimpy. Yeah. Wow, that that sounds like um an amazing piece of Gimpy history, right? Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us, Darren, and congratulations on your uh playground fame. And I hope you enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, I'm I'm milking it. <laughs> sounds like Love a plan. It. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. No worries. Uh, is there someone else I could talk to? I'll go get my mum. <laughs> oh, there you go. We're back. Uh, I'll come back another time.